What is up guys and welcome back to another episode of the What The Fuck Gym Talk Podcast. We have another video podcast coming at you today. If you are listening at home, you think you're still gonna enjoy this, but if you're watching this, you'll get to see some of these, uh, some of these comments, some of these things I'm gonna be talking about today. So long story short, I recycled an older post and this older post every single time fucking slaps. It just, it stirs the pot a ton and it's not while I post it, but I do like to post things that are gonna cause owners who, who I believe know they're full of shit, but they don't want to openly admit it, but they will openly, like they'll go to you know the post on Facebook, which who the fuck is still on Facebook? And they will go ahead and, and argue it to the fucking death because there's this bit of truth that they are running from that they're so fucking scared of that I've exposed and they don't like that, right? So there's like this anger, this you know volatility in response and I wanna share it with you today because I wanna just give more context to this and uh, I think this is gonna be entertaining and educational for you guys. So this is the post right here. Essentially, it, was, it just said, stop asking members to help you move your equipment into the new building, okay? The, the copy of it, and, and you know, here, here's it in, uh, in essence. Think about how fucking stupid this is an application. Please help me move all the equipment into my newly leased building because I don't wanna pay a few thousand dollars to hire movers. Oh, oh, but please don't get emotional and upset when I increase rates, change the programming, or adjust the class schedule. And listen, gym owners, I understand, and hell, I even pulled this once. When I own CrossFit South End and it relocated from its first to the second facility, I asked my members to help and they showed up. They were great. They spent their entire Sunday hauling equipment to our new spot, which is about maybe 50, 75 yards away. And we made a workout out of it. I bought beer and food and one, one member, he even brought a box truck from the company he owned. I mean, it was great. I mean, like the community was awesome and they were helping me out in my time of need but I was a naive business owner back then. This was 2012. I didn't realize the psychological impact that this played in blurring the line between my professional relationship, which should always be the priority, being a professional transactional relationship first, and my personal relationship, the thing that we layer on top of it with these members. I was blurring those lines horribly. And let's be honest, the only reason we ask our members to help is because we're too cheap to run down to the Home Depot, find Raul and his nine buddies, and pay them $2,000 for a day's worth of work. Like any one of us could do that, but we're too cheap to do it. And we either, you know, cheap is uh, essentially a mechanism of I have the money, I don't want to spend it, so cheap is probably not maybe the best word. Um, we don't have the funds. Now, I believe they're, they're there. Like, it's not like the move, like it was Monday and then you woke up on Wednesday like, oh crap, I have to move. I didn't plan for this. No, fuck face. Like, you knew you were going to move. You knew this was part of it. Like, you signed a lease. Like, you knew this was a thing. Like, well, I, I, I bet my members will help. You sure as fuck didn't just sit there and be like, I'm going to do this all myself. I'm Superman and I'm going to do this all myself. No, you anticipated and hoped or planned for the members to help. And that, my friends, is where I have a problem. Let me continue with the copy of this post, though. Um, that's the punchline. We break our initial responsibility to be a professional service provider and switch into community friendship mode when we need something. 
right? We're all good about being a business owner and a gym owner and running it on our rules when a member, you know, does this wrong or we get upset with a member about that or they're doing something to negatively impact the client experience of a, another member. But no, 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 no. When it's time to get a bunch of shit done, like move my entire fucking gym, rip up the stall mats, you know, unlag the fucking rig from the floor, dismantle the rig, and carry the stuff out. No, no, no. We are in friendship and community mode a hundred percent. Guys, you know, uh, where does this pick up? Um, and then we have the audacity to get upset when our members push back against the business changes we make throughout the years. Well, if you treat the business, which is by definition transactional, as a clubhouse, which is more emotional, then that's exactly the scenario you deserve to get. In my last move, and this is when I went from uh, one location on the side of Charlotte to another when I bought the building and converted everything over to urban movement. In my last move, I hired movers and paid a member, plus several of his college buddies to help. I didn't organize a move in mimosas day or make a fun workout out of it. I didn't try to exploit the fact that my members cared enough to help a business they paid professionally. Think of that. What other business in the history of fucking ever asks their paying customers to help them avoid the operating expenses and the cost that are incurred by relocating the business? What other business has ever done that that you do business with? None. Zero. Now, many of you are sitting there like, well, it's because we have community. Oh, oh, just, just hold on to that for a second. I'm going to get to that. Just hold on to that for a second, you silly, silly fucker. Um, it's a little ridiculous when you think of it this way, guys. Lesson to be learned. Don't be a cheap fuck. If you can afford a new location, then you can afford movers. So that's the copy, right? That was the copy of the post. Um, and the, the comments section has been uber fun. We're up to like, I think, yeah, 52 comments now and uh, a, lot of, a lot of good shit that I wanna go through on this. So before I get into comments, real quick, this is the issue. I am not against, if you are moving and like members randomly come up to be like, hey man, I'm available on Sunday, I'll come by and help. Like if they volunteer, I don't have an issue with that at all. I think that's awesome, that's great. However, how fucking ever, if you as an owner are organizing, recruiting, or otherwise creating a scenario where members now like, oh shit, uh, he, yeah, they're moving, but I guess they're having a moving day on Sunday, fuck, I, I wanted to watch the game on Sunday. And now, but fuck, I know 10 people that are going, shit, now if I don't go and help, it'll be awkward when I show up on Monday. That's the situation you're putting them in. It is, and the only reason you're doing it, and I, I know that I just kind of went back on the word cheap, but it's because you're being a cheap fuck or you didn't plan accordingly with your money. Name me some other thing you ask your community to fucking, you know, you know, you know it's like uh, Clark Kent, right? He's like Clark Kent and then he goes in the phone booth and he is in Superman once somebody fucking is in danger. It's like, you're, no, they're customers. Oh, you know, oh, God damn it, Sally left the barbell out again, or God damn it, Sally keeps letting go of the handle of the rower and it keeps slamming into the concept too. But when I need help, boom, Sally, Sally, Sally. 
Oh my God, what are you doing on Sunday? Oh, we've got this awesome fucking, it's gonna be great, you're gonna love it. Wait, wait, hear me out. We're gonna do a moving workout. Yeah, no, I know, I know the gym's not normally open on Sunday, but guess what, it's gonna be awesome. Like, so what's gonna happen? You see these 235 different rubber squares on the ground that you sweat all over all the time? Yeah, yeah, well, they're heavy. They're, they're called stall mats. They're about 100 pounds a piece. And, but don't worry, there's three-fourths of an inch for you to grab with your little itty-bitty Sally fingers and to drag them with your itty-bitty little fingers, drag them out of the gym into uh, Daryl. You remember Daryl at the 9 a.m. class? Oh, Daryl's a fucking gem, and he has a pickup, right? Oh, man, I fucking love You know any of the other members with pickups? Sally, if you think of any other members with pickups, holler at me. I'd love to invite them for this awesome workout. Do you see how fucking dumb this is? Like, I know I'm doing this exaggerated comedic relief version of it, but fuck off. The only reason you're doing this is because you don't want to pay someone. And maybe they don't even realize that you can pay people to do this. You can't. It's real easy. It's not difficult at all. There are plenty of people who will take cash to move your shit. And they will do it way faster than your members will. Guys, would do you, let me, get, let me ask you this. Um, do you ask the members to come together as a community to clean the bathrooms? No. Do you ask the members to come together as a community to paint the exterior of the building? No. Wait, why then on moving day is it so, is it, is it like so acceptable from so many of you to be like, well, my community and they wanted to help and I wouldn't want to have any members who wouldn't want to help. Are you fucking high? Are you, are you either stupid or high or both? Like, why in the world, if I like, if I come to the gym, I pay my money, I come in, you give me a great service, why is there an obligation beyond that? And why are you now gonna fucking try to guilt me into a community event so you can avoid operating expense costs that should be incurred by a business that is fucking relocating? It's just part of the deal. Like, I understand moving's expensive. I know, guys, I get it. You got your security deposit, the next location, all this, and you're adding up the money, you're like, I don't have it. And that's the only fucking reason you're doing this community bullshit. You're having a member's moving day. Moving in mimosas, right? I'll have a pizza party. Like, great, thanks. I fucking can't wait to waste my goddamn Sunday. I get two days off, gym owner, and now I gotta waste my goddamn Sunday breaking my back pulling out your stall mats and losing the nuts and bolts and washers of your rig, which you're going to get pissed off at me for later, you know, so to help you fucking avoid two to $3,000 of fucking OPEX drives me up a wall. But let's get into some of these gems of comments on here. And I just want to talk about some of them. Um, funny enough, one of my former Urban Movement members commented on this. She goes, my new gym, her name is Ashley Krivlin, she's dope. She goes, my new gym has a revived day where they ask members to come in and clean. They do not clean regularly and charge an insane amount. <laughs> a revived day. We should all start doing that at our gyms, right? Because we have community. Why pay employees when you have such awesome community members, right? Oh my God. All right. So, um, where is, I, I, there's a lot of people who made really good, like they agreed with the statement and they, they backed it up. Um, but those aren't as entertaining to read, so, but I appreciate them 100%. Uh, yeah, a lot of people here are completely on board with me. So here we go. Uh, I'm gonna go with this 
uh, there's a, someone and she follows my stuff a lot and she generally always engages and I greatly, greatly appreciate her engagement and I'm calling people's names out only because they're on the internet, right? Like they're in the Facebook comments and I'm not calling them out to be a dick, but it's like anyone could go see who said what. So anyway, uh, there's a, a good post here from Kaylee Suters and uh, Kaylee Suters is the CEO of the Resilience Project at CrossFit Solus. And Kaylee says, I agree with almost everything you say, Stu, but on this one, I have to push back. I actually think you do your community a favor by asking them to help out from time to time. I could easily hire this stuff out and sometimes do, but allowing them to help out and give back is part of the journey that combats the narcissistic athlete, in my opinion. And and here's the deal. I, I love, number one, differences of opinion. I think it's the only reason we have anything valuable in this world is because two people saw the world differently. So when someone like Kaylee makes a statement like that and we're able to have a conversation, I greatly appreciate it. Kaylee, I appreciate you. My disagreement with this comes from the fact that asking your members to participate from time to time, I mean, what does that, what does that look like time to time? Like, are you, you know, spring cleaning, having them come in and volunteer? Like when you want to rearrange the gym, are you having them come in and volunteer? Or is it just like every three to five years when a lease ends and you have to relocate? Because that's not really time to time. And, and doing community events, yes, I think you should do that fucking almost every four to six weeks. But like something labor, is that fun? Is it fun to get everyone together and take apart a rig? Is it fun to have to move thousands and thousands of pounds of free weights and flooring? Is it fun to have to like get up on a, a giant ladder and take down ropes and flags or whatever the fuck else you were hanging from the, the, you know, the trusses of your warehouse? It's not fun. That's not how you want to spend time with members. Now, hey, you all get together and do a 5K and then go get brunch afterwards. That's a lot of fun. But this isn't fun. This is dog shit labor. This is not fun for anyone. It truly is not. Like this is not an enjoyable thing. Now I know things that suck can be enjoyable. Like I will say, uh, you know, I at my first location ever, first location, another member helped me paint the gym. And we were in there late one night just drinking beers and painting and talking. It was a lot of fun. Painting is not bad, right? Like that's something I put in like, eh, okay, maybe I could see like a paint day if people want to come in and help. And you got, you know, you cook food and you got drinks and whatever. That could be somewhat enjoyable. Again, also, if you're profitable, pay a fucking painting company to do it because they'll do it right. Like me and my mother, like, it was not right. It would look like dog shit. But that's what we were working with back in 2010, 2011, right? When I first started the business. But I, I don't see how movie is like, this, this is not a fun community event. And what you're doing, and other people commented on here, um, People, uh, you know, even pulled this out before I even did. They replied to Kaylee and they said, listen, what you're going to do is every time you ask them to get involved in the business beyond the role of a customer, they now feel like they have ownership in it. And a bunch of owners chimed in here. We're like, yes, that's exactly what fucking happens. They feel like they have ownership. Oh, you're raising rates on me? Uh, I remember giving them my entire Sunday to help you because that's it. You're helping the gym owner. And when people are like, no, it's no, it's a community. They want to take care of their place. This isn't a highway pickup patrol fucking volunteer effort. This is not a town. This is not the city, right? Where a city puts together an organized trash pickup day. That is not what this is. This is a business, you silly fuckers. 
It is a business in which the initial relationship was transactional. Nobody walked in. Like Sally doesn't walk in the door on day one and you guys lock eyes and you go, Are, did we just become best friends? Oh my God, I'm so excited. We're gonna be best friends forever, Sally. Now, yeah, you'll pay me money to come here and yeah, I'll give you fitness services, but we're gonna hang out on the weekends and like, if you ever need help like moving stuff, I'll come help you. And if I ever need help moving like, I don't know, an entire gym, you know, I'll, I'll you can help me. And, and yeah, I know it's a little bit different than you moving your couch, but like, you know, it's a gym and you really like it and I'm trying to make it better for you. So you'll wanna participate in this because hashtag community Blah, like fuck off. Like I just like it did do not allow the members to cross the the threshold of transactional in this example. Now listen, I'm all I everyone's like you're a piece of shit, Stu. You want this place to be like a globo gym where people are just a number to you. No, no, I'm not. Like literally you could you could ask the uh the probably close to thousands of people in Charlotte that have come through my gym in the decade that I owned it. And that's not at all how I am. What I am though is I do realize that yes, transactional is the first layer, right? You came in wanting fitness services. I wanted to sell you fitness services. We exchange money for services. And uh, in time, we might layer on top of it a personal relationship. Maybe we come friends outside of here. Maybe I hire your CPA firm, right? Or whatever, you know, maybe the, that member owns a small business. Maybe we start dating. Huh? How about that one, right? We start dating, maybe we get married, right? Maybe we just are best friends, I'm in your wedding. Like, I'm all for that. However, the root relationship is transactional. And only the gym owners that don't wanna run businesses that would rather fucking run community clubhouse nonprofits argue again, you, you cannot argue against that statement. The initial relationship is transactional. Advanced emotional relationships can be layered on top of it but your initial responsibility is that of um, a, someone who procures your services and pays for it and the supplier of the services, okay? The vendor and the customer. That is the genesis. And you always have to come back to that. You cannot let your decision-making get clouded because you guys hang out on the weekends and get drunk together. That, that cannot be the case. It's not, prof it's, not, it's not even professional. It's just not smart like entrepreneurship. It's not smart leadership. It's not what you think it is, but as gym owners, we throw so much of ourselves into the business, every blood, sweat, and tear and dollar we have. And there are times where it's so nice to feel like we have more people around us than we do. Generally, this is because most gym owners can't afford a fucking staff. That's the bottom line. So when members stick around after gym and are like, oh, how are things going? And you, you know, you gripe and complain about your business woes. It's kind of like having an employee for a second, someone to commiserate with. I promise you, the gyms that are established that have full staff, like full-time, full-focus staff that make professional wages, they don't they, they don't need that from their members. And in fact, they know better than to let the members come into that. I know gym owners, and some of you are listening right now, hopefully, in which you are, you bitch and complain about other members to your current other members. Yeah, yeah. You are so fucking, you're so blind to the true relationship that needs to be transactional first, personal relationship second. You're so blind to that and that to the fact that there should be a division that you'll complain about current customers to current customers. I mean, it's so 
fucking unprofessional. It blows my mind. And I've literally heard it. I've seen it with my own goddamn eyes. I've been in social situations where this occurs. And I just think to myself, you're never gonna fucking make it because you don't understand. You should have opened a 501c3 here in the United States, a nonprofit, because you don't get what this business thing entails. You just like the idea of a fun clubhouse that pays you money. And, and that's ultimately it. And that's where I think a lot of these people come into it. There's nothing against that. If that's what you want to do, then fucking do it. But don't then sit here and talk silly bullshit to me who's literally just giving facts. Like the, Again, these are facts, transactional relationship first, personal relationships on top of that. You don't treat people like numbers. You treat them like humans. I'm the guy. I am the fucking guy who says, care about the member, not the membership. Love them on the way out. Invite them to your holiday parties. Right? I, and, and I did that. If you've been paying attention to my content for long enough, you've probably heard this story a dozen times. We would constantly invite members who left the gym to our, our holiday parties and all of our parties, and they would come, and we had a great relationship with them. And I got more referrals from canceled members than anything else. But these members, the ones that are going to motherfuck me in the comments and talk shit, you know, about this, and, you know, which is fine. You can disagree with it. I'm okay with it. But these are the same members who when that when a member quits, like fucking kicks him out of the Facebook group, doesn't want to talk to him more. Can you believe Cheryl canceled? Oh my God. And after I helped her get a pistol, like I can't believe she canceled. Like these are the same people. And then they're going to chew on my dick in the fucking comments because I'm all I'm saying is, hey, listen, guys, just don't ask the members to do things the business should pay for. I get it. Your business doesn't make a lot of money. That is a you problem, not a them problem. You should not have bought six assault runners last month. You probably should have realized you had a move coming up and that moving is very expensive and saved and utilizes money accordingly. Like, oh, I don't know, to get the move done. It's easy to move in the beginning when we start the gym because we don't have a lot of shit. When you have a ton of shit, it's, it's a lot. Now, again, if they volunteer, like they show up on the day, like you're like, hey guys, uh, we're not having class on Saturday and Sunday. Why? Well, this is moving day. I got people coming in. We're moving shit, you know, um, and uh, that's why. You know, Monday classes will kick back off at our new location. I'm real excited for it. And they're like, oh, well, what, can I come by? Like, I mean, if you want to, you're more than welcome to. Sure, yeah, if you want to come by, but you don't need to. Like, I've got, I've got movers. i got it covered. Um, oh, man, I'd love to come by on Saturday. I'll help then let them do that. That is awesome. That is awesome. But when you organize it and recruit it, you are a cheap as fuck owner. And I, you, could, you couldn't argue me off this platform if you tried. Now, let's go to a couple other uh, gem of the comments here. So here's a great uh, comment from Kevin Hartman. And the CrossFit box family is dead. The fact that Kevin even said the words or typed the words CrossFit box family. Like, again, these are where these people are at. They're thinking... This is a group of my, this is my family. These are my family members. No, they're customers. You fucking, uh, why, why is it so, why, why do people in the CrossFit gym community lose the responsibility they have as a service provider? Why does that have to get blurred? Like your family, oh yeah, your family in which, you know, X percent of them are going to cancel on you every year. Like, this isn't family, dude. These are customers. These are fucking customers. 
I, maybe like were you adopted or you didn't you don't have any family like and you're like longing for a family and you spend the holidays alone at Denny's at Thanksgiving like I get it I would want family too but I'm not gonna go start a gym to fucking do that I'm gonna start a gym to make money doing what I love I get to help people in the process but only if they're willing to help themselves that's the that's the real punchline we talk all this shit like we change lives here no motherfucker you create the opportunity for someone else to change your life you actually don't change it those people have to get up, pay the membership, walk in the door, do the work every day. You provide the roadmaps. They've got to do the walk-in. Anyway, different, different rant. And the CrossFit box family is dead, according to Kevin Hartman. I can't imagine working out at a box where the owner doesn't want me to help out in order to maintain his, quote, transactional relationship with me. I can have a transactional relationship at 24-Hour Fitness. CrossFit gym is about community. And he didn't even put capitalize the F in CrossFit. He must be reading that Morning Chalk Up article uh, by Patrick. Anyway, so uh, this guy is obviously, um, he sounds like a customer. Sounds like a customer. I can't imagine working out at a box where the owner doesn't want me to help out. Really? Like, I, that's exactly, I don't want to help out at all. Like, would you, any of you actually want to pay your money, go to the gym, and then as you're about to walk out to go to the next thing that you have on your schedule for the day, see the owner vacuum, be like, ah, you know, I should go help. I should go help vacuum because I was just in there. I made, you know, I, I was in there. I should go help. No, no, listen, I'm not a piece of shit. I don't shit on the bed when I go to a hotel and be like, yeah, fuck it. The cleaning ladies, the maids have to clean that up. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not that type of consumer. I don't go to a, a coffee shop and drop garbage on the floor and not pick it up because, oh, they'll do it. That's not the mentality. But if you own a gym, if you, if you own another business in which things like oh no, cleaning have to get done, that, sh that does not fall on the customer. And if you have created an environment, a culture, where customers feel guilty for doing it, and I've seen gym owners do this, I literally have seen the post where a gym owner is posting how they stay, either having to stay at the gym until midnight mopping and vacuuming so be ready for the 5 a.m. class. And essentially what you're doing, is, and they post it on their like business social media and their personal, you create this like pity fucking party. Because you know what you're saying, you know what you're doing? You're literally, tell me you're broke without telling me you're broke. If you're a gym owner, right, and you've been in business for let's call it three years or more, and you still have to do all the cleaning, you have missed the fucking mark. By business standards, you're not doing great. Well, I really like to shut up. No, you don't like the clay. Shut the fuck up. I really like to run the fucking floor scrub. Oh, shut up. You're doing it to save money that you don't have. That's what you're doing. All right? There's a very, like, if you actually like pushing the floor scrubber, also, uh, Sean Ryder, my boy over at Shenandoah Fit, he actually loves pushing the, the scrubber. And I will say, it's, it is. It's very zen. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I did enjoy that as well. But can we be honest? Outside of those few outliers that have the money to pay someone to do it, then they just choose to do that part. 99% of us that clean the gym still are doing so because we don't have the available funds. That's all, that's all it is. We can't spend you know uh, $2,200 a month on a cleaning crew or whatever it would cost. That, that's what it is. And then you make these posts and then your member's like, oh, man, fucking you know, gym owner John, he's not, 
man, he's 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 busting his butt, man. I, I really feel for him. I really like the small business owner. I feel good about going to this business and contributing to it. You know, maybe I can help out. Like that's that's what you're creating, you know? And I do. I I maybe it's just me personally. I like an owner who fucking does his shit in silence, doesn't sit there and have to make a, a public affair out of all the hard work he's doing. You decided to open up a business, fuckface. Hard work is nothing more than the price of the, the admission price. That's it, right? You guys know my whole spiel. Like, I, I don't believe hard work is special at all. Everyone works hard. The gym owners that make a lot of money just work smarter than you. That's all. I probably work just as hard, maybe even work a little less hard than other guys that didn't make it in the business, you know, the fitness micro gym industry like I did. I just work smarter than they did. I work so hard. Look at me. Here's a video and a reel of me cleaning the gym and blah, 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 blah. And it's 11.52 p.m. Yeah, I get it, dude. You're just, you're, you're just proving to me you're not working smart. You're proving to me that, yeah, you can stay awake and push a fucking vacuum around on the floor. It's not a high skill set you possess there, buddy. You have just proven to me that you've been in business for four years and you still don't have your shit figured out business-wise. Um, Steph Decker, uh, she opened it up with a banger. This is lame. Maybe you didn't ask for help because you were too cheap. That's not the case for many gyms. Oh, this is lame. And she's then paraphrasing me. Maybe you didn't ask for help because you were too cheap. That's not the case for many gyms. Maybe moving to a smaller location. Steph, some of these people are great at fucking English. I'm not great at English either, but I need to... This is lame. Maybe you didn't ask for help because you're too cheap. That's not the case for many gyms that are maybe moving to a smaller location. This post assumes so much I can't even. Steph can't even with my post. I don't follow much on this page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but somehow you're here. Uh, but I saw this post and I was like, nah. Killed the boredom for two minutes. Steph, you are a fucking gem. So uh, Steph didn't like this post. She thought it was lame. Uh, and um, she, uh, here's just one thing. I can't really argue against Steph's thing except for the fact that when people make content at scale for thousands of, you know, however many people, more than one, it's really hard for us to make really specific scenarios, right? I guess she's like, maybe they're moving to a smaller location. So does that make the move easier? Does that make it, does that make anything I say any different? The location's bigger or smaller? I don't know. But, um, but Steph was like, nah. But I saw this post. It was like, nah, fuck this post. Fuck this what the fuck gym talk guy. Um, all right, so uh, there, there's some other ones in here. I don't want to keep going through this. Uh, <laughs> there's some really good ones in here that are uh, <laughs> where people like Jessica Arling go, uh, hey, Kaylee Suters, I feel like giving back would be a community fundraiser. A diaper bash, feeding the homeless, buying school supplies, something to help bring humility within the community. Asking your members to help out moving or what have you is not giving back. Members pay for a service, which is to work out within your box. They pay for the facility, the coaching, etc. They shouldn't be expected to give back. Man, Jessica fucking gets it. Jessica Arrington. Uh, where's Jessica Arrington out of? I want to give it a quick little, some love. She's the manager of Wildcat CrossFit. Well, Jessica fucking gets it. Um, and it sounds like, I'm not even sure she's the owner. She sounds like it says manager. 
So she, she, she gets it even at the employee level. Je, Jessica's gonna, she's gonna have a good, uh, she's gonna have a good career, sure. Her head's on, she's got the, a good head on her shoulders. Anyway, guys, that's all I've got for you on this. Please, if you have to move your gym, save some money up and do it professionally. You know what's a lot more fun? And, and again, this only comes from someone who's, who's done this. It's a lot more fun to show up at 8 a.m. with a team of movers there. Everything's ready to go. You actually had printed out a flowchart and instructions as to what goes where, what gets picked up first, and how to get to the new location. You hand it to the person in charge of the moving crew. You then sit back, you have some coffee, you watch them do their thing, make sure they're not complete fucking idiots. Within three hours or so, that truck is loaded. It's now around 11 a.m., around noon. Huh, sounds like brunch time to me. Go out and meet some of your members. Go out and have brunch with them. Go watch the football game. Go tailgate for a few hours. Go do something. Go work out with them out in a park. I don't know. Go do something like that. And then maybe you guys all swing by the new gym as those guys are moving it and put, you know, installing the rig and putting it all together. And I know you're like, they won't do it. Yes, they will. Fucking you can sweat. I promise you. And I'm not saying this to be racist. You're going to find nine Mexicans at Home Depot that will work for, you know, $2,000 for a day and buy them Subway sandwiches at lunch, and they will not only take the rig down, they will put it back up. They will not only carry all the stall mats out, they will line them up and cut them perfectly to the floor. Like, I swear to Christ, this is available to anybody who lives in any tier two and above city, okay? Probably some tier threes, I just said, maybe, I just don't know if you have like hardware stores like that. But there's literally crews of generally Hispanic descent, I'm not being racist, but most of them won't speak English. They're gonna speak Spanish. There's gonna be one dude in the crew who's got it down. And that's who you're gonna to talk to. That's who you'll negotiate the price with. And you go, you know, $2,000, uh, you move all my shit, I buy you Subway. And not just six inches, I'll get you fucking footlongs. Come with a bag of chips and a drink. What do you guys like to drink? And it'll always, it'll probably be Coca-Cola. They fucking love Coca-Cola. And you go ahead and you got an entire thing done. You get to go spend the day with your family, your friends, your members, whatever the fuck it is. You can community it up while watching the game or getting a workout in at a park or doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Play with your kid. See your family. Hang out with your, your spouse. That's a novel idea. But no. No. You know what? Instead, I'm, I'm wrong. Fuck that. Don't spend $2,000 to get it done for you in a day. You know, Burden a couple of your customers. Make them feel guilty to come and do it. And, you know, and even if they don't feel guilty, even if they want to do it out of the goodness of their heart, right? Wouldn't you rather be like, listen, no, I got this. You spend the day with your family. Or no, I got this. And I appreciate that. Let's go grab lunch. I'd love to actually talk to you. I know we've always kind of, you know, intermittently talked about setting up um, a meeting with your HR director at work about that uh, corporate wellness program. Listen, I really appreciate you wanting to help, but I've got this covered already. Let me take you out to brunch and let's talk about that a little more. Wouldn't that sound like a much better use of your fucking time? Anyway, hashtag community. Until I talk to you guys in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.